Hey, what's up, bag slappers and cousaroos? We are bringing you a special episode this week. It is a Carlless episode. I'm very excited that the great Kaya from the official podcast, and of course, our good friend Doug from Who's Right, are filling in for me this week to review a podcast or two. And it worked out perfectly because I got food poisoning on Friday and was up all night vomiting and shitting, which was a lot of fun. So I was not in good shape on Saturday when they recorded this episode. So really appreciate them filling in for me. Uh, I got food poisoning from Jeremiah's Tavern, which is interesting enough because that happens to be the restaurant where Opie and Carl Ruiz went when they came to Rochester the last time. And we made fun of them praising the tater tots. And of course, Carl reached out to us directly to let us know why the tater tots at Jeremiah's were so good. Maybe they are. Don't get a salad there. As my friend Jeff and I both learned from having lunch there on Friday. Again, if you're just tuning in, Jeremiah's Tavern gives you food poisoning. Don't eat there. All right. I am excited to hand the show off to Kaya and Doug. I also want to encourage everyone to go check out the Drew and Mike show, the episode that they put out from January 30th, and it features Nikki Glazer. She's the first guest they have on there. And then I think about an hour and a half in or so, I come on the show and we spend over an hour. We talk about uh, Stuttering John. We talk about Pauly Shore. We talked about David Lee Roth. Had a lot of fun mixing up with those guys. They are huge fans of WATP, so that was a great experience. Check out that episode, and check out the Drew and Mike show. Great stuff from Detroit. All right, without further ado, I will let uh, Kaya and Doug shit all over what I've been building for four years now. Take it away, boys. Hey, Billy, can you say WATP? W. Very good. Uh-huh, do you remember the next letter? It's the first letter of the alphabet. A. A, that's right. Good. T. And then? Oh. God damn it, Billy. Did you fucking forget the letter P again? Why do you make me do this every time? Do you think I like this? Do you think I like this? Ha! Ah! Why do you always forget the last letter? It's W. A. P. P. You don't know the letter P. I'll show you the letter P. W A T P. W A T P. Ah, coming at your life. So we have ourselves a special episode this week of WATP. This is Doug from Who's Right Podcast. Uh-huh, and it's me, Kaya, the usual German guy. <laughs> uh, so Carl has stepped away with a bad case of the shits and uh, pukes. And we are jumping in and we are going to be talking about a podcast called Maps in Real Life. What is Maps. Maps are minor attracted persons. This is a pedophile podcast. It's by pedophiles, presumably for pedophiles, and it's terrible from every standpoint. It, 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 is, <laughs> it is uncomfortable. It, was That was the word I was thinking of. Yeah, I was thinking that I am not convinced in the least. 
I've heard their arguments. I do not like them. I think I can safely <laughs> say that I have been very open-minded and even listening to their side of the story. And no, I don't. I cannot say that they've won me over. So you're you're not the pro pedo camp now. <laughs> nope, not ever. How about you? Okay. No, I. Uh, so, you know, gay bashing and all that shit. So mm-hmm. these are the type of gay people that you want to beat up. They they prance around. They you know they slur their words and they try to butt fuck your kids. It, <laughs> And they talk about it openly. It, it is, it is, it is so fucking odd to me that this is a show. Yeah, well, that was a that part was a little odd to me too because uh, yeah, t- t- these people did not used to be this bold, and all of a sudden, you're seeing these. They have their own podcast now, and they unashamedly put their photos up on their twitters with you know, uh, not their real names, but you could find out their real names if you really tried. Suddenly, this pedophilia thing went from something that you would hide for fear of death and getting run out of the neighborhood and now they're all so proud about it out and about making podcasts attending symposiums which i didn't even know that there was pedo <laughs> symposiums which uh, episode did you listen to i think it was number seven it was uh, uh maps's parents uh so it, it, yeah. they had a guest on her name is uh map supreme or map supremacy or something um but yeah, she was a a really stupid cunt who wants to fuck kids and also has kids. Oh God, Jesus! How old are they? I I don't know. I think maybe eight, if if <laughs> I recall. Um, so so my uh, my clip number twenty one is is to me what sums up the show of the episode that I listened to. All right, let's hear it. A while back, because when my kid was like a toddler, he would get hurt, and I'd kiss his boo boos, as one does. And one day he accidentally zipped his wiener (laughs) into his pants and hurt himself, obviously. And he asked me to kiss his boo-boo. What the fuck? (laughs) fuck? (laughs) (laughs) If you want to know how that story ends, you're going to have to go check out that podcast yourself because I'm not telling you. (laughs) Yuck. Holy shit. Okay. Uh, so do you want to chain your clips here or otherwise I'm going to play my own and it's a bit long. No, you go, you go ahead. We'll bounce back and forth. This is basically what we used for the uh, teaser last week, except I had edited that teaser for some brevity. Here's the longer version of it. This is about one of them, a guy called Peace. And I don't know if he's a permanent co-host or if he was just a guest, but it's his coming out story basically. Uh, well, first off, Peace, uh, I'm a boy lover who's a proponent of queer gender and youth liberation, and I'm a metalhead and punk who's into zines and DIY, and if you want to talk boys in video games, then I'm your guy. (laughs) My coming out was, like, probably better than most people's, because I'd known about my attraction for a really long time, but I didn't call myself a pedophile until, like, four years ago when I joined the community, uh, because for a really long time I was into boy-men relationships. I loved reading about them. My friends wrote stories about that kind of stuff for me. I wrote about it in classes, and I'm very glad that my teachers had a good relationship with me, because I feel like if not, they probably would have called somebody on me. So, okay, I want to pause it real quick there. Imagine you're a teacher, 
Imagine you're any fucking sane adult, okay? But especially a teacher, you're in a position of, you know, mentoring little kids. And one day a kid comes, uh, he's in your class, and he starts writing stories and drawing art of a small child having sex with an adult. What do you assume? <laughs> that, that he's going to stay after class. <laughs> 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 because yes i assume that when a child has art of an adult molesting a child i'm thinking cps needs to be called immediately because this kid is getting diddled at home i would not let that kid leave to his parents before the police is present so let's continue apparently his so jesus christ his friends are cool with it his teachers are cool with it let's see who else in his immediate vicinity is a fucking pedophile um but so I came out to myself in college and I came out to all my friends and they were pretty much like, well, yeah, duh. I pretty much figured that because I didn't really hide my attraction. <laughs> the only person in my family who knows, unfortunately, Jesus is my Christ. mom because she's the most, I guess, progressive of my family. And I don't really <laughs> feel comfortable telling the rest of my family, but my mom has been really good about it and like will talk to me about it. And she'll make little jokes about it when she sees like a boy or something. She'll say something about I'm it. So jealous. And that's pretty <laughs> much it. I am in social work, so I've been able to somewhat use my position as a student of social work to talk about the subject with other people uh, in and out of school. Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> yeah, that is so. That was a minute and a half, and. There is just so much wrong in this fucking shit in that one clip. That's another difficult thing about this podcast. So it's, I was almost tempted to have us listen to this episode live and simply pause and comment on it as we go, because almost every minute of this is jam-packed with things that need to be uh, acknowledged. All of the single problems. That, what do you mean your friends knew exactly? No, no, no. I, so yeah, all my friends knew that I like to fuck kids, and my mom knows, and she's okay with it because she's the most progressive in the family. So uh, <laughs> yeah. play my number yeah, she, eleven. It, it, she, she voted for Bernie. I can come out to her. <laughs> uh, clip eleven. Here we go. There's no difference. Um, I I mean, sometimes I wonder if my parents have forgotten that I am like gay and the map and so on. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Your parents forgot that you're gay and you fuck kids. I doubt it. <laughs> so, okay, I can recognize that voice. That is, um, that's a like-like guy, right? And before I get to yes. that, uh, this, that is the guy who came out to his parents with a letter because he didn't even have the balls to tell it to their faces. Here he goes. My parents were like a bit more, they, they seemed very concerned and like said something like, um, we, we should talk about this and then made like like vague sentences <laughs> when when uh, two weeks after I came out to them in a letter um, th that I left them and then went back to the city where I'm studying. Um, but but yeah, when I um, then came back after two weeks, we, we talked and even though like like they said some stuff that was hurtful, but eventually <laughs> like uh, I. I I, I explained to them why what they said uh, hurts me, and they I, I think <laughs> understood. And now it's like um, it, it's like it's like like nothing has 
ever happened. <laughs> it's, it's, it's great. I, I... Like, like the fucking you know, pedophile, it... his feelings were hurt. <laughs> if if you were a twelve year old, it would be as traumatic listening to this guy talk as it would be for him to violate you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, like like take those pants off. So yeah, that's his disability. He has. I think this might be a first in WATP history where we have a guy who has this specific crutch double word where he repeats words, and most of the time it's the word like. And I have an example of this where it's just his sentences uh, become unintelligible like like all the like usually there's always like like so many i don't know teleo files or that was unedited that is an unedited <laughs> clip of I... this guy using the word like five times within five seconds that's insane so my, my number three is the whatever the other host is i don't know their names asking him if he wants to be a dad uh I, I mean, I'm only 23. I don't think I've ever really thought about that. I don't think so. I, I mean, because I'm gay and a map, like, I guess that's maybe a reason because I've never really that much, like, thought about it. Like, it sounds to me like a very adult thing, like, to be a parent. And I mean... <laughs> It, that's the turnoff is it's it's an adult thing <laughs> no i don't want to ew raise children myself but then what, what if they grow old and then i still have to take care of them i won't even be attracted to them anymore <laughs> that's not in my age of attraction oh fucking. so, so the, what was funny to me about that though is the the host asked him knowing that he's gay knowing that he is attracted to kids the guy says, no, I'm not interested in being a parent. And the host seems shocked. Like, you don't want to be a dad? <laughs> there, there's nothing about his lifestyle that screams, hey, I'm going to be a good father. Yeah, no shit. How would he even communicate? Actually, I want to, uh, before I forget, political uh, quick compilation of him liking a lot of likes. Like, 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 This is all from 30 minutes only. It's like, it's like, 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 maybe I like, not, not necessarily like, 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 like a very far away, like, like I had to travel, like, 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 and I know this is too much fucking work. I'm out. I'm not doing this. <laughs> nope. I zeroed in on this motherfucker. There was all, all exclusively his and then exclusively from the first 30 minutes. Uh, what else you got? So the, the female, the, the mom guest that was on, she was very incoherent. She is a, she is a they, if that makes any sense. It does. And <laughs> all right. So play my number six. This is her, uh, her, her talking and not saying anything. I have no idea about. It impacts yeah. your identity a lot, right? Yeah, it does. It's kind of a positive change, but also somewhat of a negative change because, at least for me, because, you know, it gives me, like, from a positive change, I feel like I have more to give to just, you know, in general. Yeah, I bet she does. God. So she she goes on. <laughs> she says, I don't normally talk about this, but, and then she talks about a history of a mental illness. 
but by not normally talking about it, she brings it up almost every other sentence that she is fucking mental. Play, play my number four. This is asking about if she's ever considered getting her tubes tied. Did you yeah. want to be a parent growing up? No, I planned to be child-free my entire life, and I wanted to get my tubes tied. At the time, I was like, it doesn't matter if I'll change my mind that I'm not equipped to be a parent. Because I thought between the mapness and mental illness problems, I thought I would like be a terrible parent. Yes, because you would fuck your kids. <laughs> you would be a horrible parent. Which she literally does. Does she not? I mean, she gives them blowjobs, apparently bloody blowjobs to toddlers. <laughs> bloody blowjobs for babies. Like blowjobs. <laughs> There's your band name, Carl. <laughs> and God. then uh, again with uh, number seven. Because before I had any kids, I was never really like, I couldn't keep a job because of mental illness problems and stuff. Nah, she's lazy. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. She's either too lazy. I mean, thank God, right? You don't want this person to be around anyone in public hang on let's see i have a bunch of clips that i want to get through which is so this is upsetting on many levels it's basically all of their coming out stories which is what episode one was and you'll notice a common theme among all of them that people are surprisingly cool and i don't know why towards them so uh, let's see i always thought i had to like have hour-long debates with uh, my friends or, or my family after coming out and it was I guess sort of almost a bit of a disappointment to just hear them <laughs> say okay uh, you are map and we accept you and then I was like wait wait but but I had already like for years in my head all these prepared debates and you now had you just how said, many speeches <laughs> written out like like even the fucking pedophile is surprised he's like shocked like what the fuck I was prepared <laughs> to be attacked and come under attack and defend my kitty fucking. And instead he's like, oh, well, people were kind of cool and I don't know why. And then uh, they all got this goddamn reaction. Hang on. So one of them came out to a student group. If you're a student group, right, that's something I, I think I should tell. When I came out to them in, in like an email and the next time I met them at, at, at our like organizing events, um, they, they said, hey, like, we could organize a workshop about all different orientations um, and, and we, we could, like, like also include in other events, like, about privileges and discrimination, <laughs> like, some stuff about uh, stigma against snaps. And Stick maggots, yeah. Uh, so he comes out to his student group and their idea is, hey, let's have a concert with, uh, with the theme about... What, stigmas and privileges and discrimination against pedophiles <laughs> where do these people live where's this fucking happening this guy jesus christ and then here yet more yet more evidence of their friends just being cool with this shit Jeez, what was your most supportive moment or like most like uplifting kind of response you've gotten i'm not really sure i think it might just be my friends who were so nonchalant about it <laughs> because they basically thought they were like, yeah, I, I get that. The way you talk about boys, the way you <laughs> rant, rant and rave about this kind of stuff. Cause like my <laughs> mom at first she did the whole, you know, like, Oh, well you're not going to like do anything. Right. That kind of thing. But my <laughs> yeah. friends were so chill about it. I think because they've had years of dealing with it. Cause I was th that person in the group. I was, the Shotokan, I was the person 
who you would go to if you wanted to find that kind of stuff. <laughs> Fuck, he, he was a fucking a child porn dealer. <laughs> yeah, his friends are cool with it. And then his bigot mom, who I guess isn't progressive enough, she was a little worried that he might go out and do something. And then these people <coughs> are now so comfortable, apparently, that one of them came out to school to allay the rumor that he might not be a pedophile. But this year, actually, I decided to come out to my entire school. I basically thought I did, like, last year, but I didn't know that it was just, like, some people thought it was a rumor. Oh my god, like, can you believe some of them just thought it was a rumor that I diddled children? Oh, I had to come out in front of the whole school. What the fuck is going on? Where did I wake up? This is like the Twilight Zone. All of these pedophiles sitting in a circle in this Pedophiles Anonymous podcast talking about, yeah, everyone fucking loves us. Uh... And then finally I heard this and I just felt so good to hear some sanity and this is the last in the coming out series of my clips. And then I decided like to tell my professors and like students I don't know basically and my life is like, oh boy is right. Like I got doxxed over the summer, people were trying to get me kicked out of school. It has been a wild time. Finally, a sane reaction. Okay, I don't understand. He, he's basically, the way he explains it, he just walks around and tells everybody I want to fuck kids. Yeah. Anybody that'll listen, anybody that'll listen to him talk. And then he's surprised that somebody is gets upset by, I got doxxed. I think he meant dicked, but get, fuck it, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, so what I thought was funny when I was listening through these, so they were using a bunch of words and acronyms that I have no idea what any of it means. So as I'm listening to this, I'm trying to clip everything and then I'm trying to, search everything and, and see if I can figure out what they're talking about. Then I realize that I'm probably in too deep and now I'm on a list somewhere because of all this shit that I'm looking up. <laughs> um, What's your age so of attraction? What I was... <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. So what I thought was uh, <laughs> funny was uh, they would, anybody that doesn't want to fuck a kid, they call them a normie. If you play my number 12, like, I, I, I know my I have a friend like one of my normie friends she's a lesbian and she her like nieces and nephews don't know because she just said there's no, really no organic time to bring it up so she's like I don't know what to do <laughs> so if you in her case if you don't allow your child to stick his little infant arm up your fucking pussy you're a normie like normie is what makes me think of boring right yeah normie is like the internet slang for a square you're not one of them. You're yeah. one of the normal people. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, so th the same woman, she's in there talking about what it's like to be a parent who's attracted to kids and all that. And, and this is her explanation of how parenting works. Number nine. A lot of my sense of like accomplishment comes from, you know, making sure that they learn how to be safe and how to be healthy and like if they have questions i can answer their questions for them or i can be like oh i don't know let's and teach them how to find their own answers correctly on like google without you know following some weird fake nice. shit oh yeah we wouldn't want that Her description of parenthood is to teach them to use a fucking search engine that's how easy <laughs> parenting is <laughs> she why do i get the feeling she means she is going to teach them to use the dark web so they can look at porn together <laughs> as a family. Anything you need to find is on 4chan. <laughs> God, what a piece of shit. So what, 
Whatever, I'll let you go on about her. I have so many questions about her, but I assume you've got your clips lined up. It, so that was the, the funny thing about this. Every time that I'm on WATP, I always organize my clips into a subcategory so I can try to reference them on the fly. And this one, it's just one category. It, it, <laughs> none of this makes any sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so number 13 is, is her explaining uh, how she came out to her kid or, or whatever. I, I I figure putting his dick in her mouth kind of was, does that not count as coming out? <laughs> what, what's this called, mama? <laughs> I've explained to him that, because I was, he was asking me if there's a lot of like mental illnesses and like mental problems and stuff. And I was saying, yes. And I was like, you know, there's schizophrenia, there's bipolar, there's BPD. And then I said, and then there's also sexual ones like there's zoophilia there's pedophilia and i explained pedophilia as being because i didn't bring up like a febophilia and hebophilia and no one needs to know that no, he's a little kidding. he's a little he's a little kid he wouldn't you know that's too much yeah, yeah. <laughs> too much information i need to keep it simple you know <laughs> yeah keep it simple so we can get it <laughs> nice okay billy this is called pedophilia you're not going to tell the police okay do not talk to the police i didn't explain to him the difference between the police and the fbi Gotta keep it simple for the children. Jesus fuck. Uh, number eight is her talking about uh, what it's like now that she has kids in this lifestyle. Was this woman a pedophile before she had children? Yes. Oh, okay. Because in one of those clips, it sounded as if she just tried to uh, pass it off as an accident that she just discovered her inner pedophile when she sucked on her baby's balls. No, her kid was the accident. I had a hard time keeping a job. I wasn't very, like... I never went to college, stuff like that. And I was like, oh, I'm just like a worthless human. But now that I have kids. Oh, well, you're even more worthless of a human. <laughs> now you're a child abuser. That's worse. Now that I have kids, I have a live-in fuck buddy that depends on me for nourishment. <laughs> yeah. Everything's ah. different now. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even move out. What's he going to do? What are you going to do? Tell your mom? <laughs> <laughs> How many more you got of her? Oh, I, I've got, I've got plenty. You can, you can play a couple. Uh, oh fuck. Okay, so is this woman single? Where's the, where are the parents in this? I mean, the father here. Uh, you know what? I, I don't know that they ever talk about. I don't know that she ever talks about her, her, the father. I'm assuming. I think she's got three kids by three different, probably three different kids. I don't know. Okay, well, one of them does talk about dating in the beginning of the first episode and this is what that sounds like like I, i'm sure there are many many maps in in my city but it's just i have no idea how to find them or even in in like my my uh region it's it's so difficult <laughs> i have you ever been desperate enough to go i don't know if germany has this i've been desperate enough where and it's not like i want to be friends with them or interact with them but i've gone on watchdog.com and been like wait, but there are people like me in my city. I'm not like an abuser like they are, but like just to know that there are people in the vicinity who could <laughs> semi-understand my train of thought ever. So, you know your sexuality sucks when you when you start using the... 
when you start using the sex offender registry as a dating site. <laughs> this bitch just logged onto some watchdog website like it's okay Cupid to check out if there's other people like her. I, I'd never do something. I just want to see if there's other people like me who also touched kids. Not that I ever would, LOL. I think this is the same guy, uh, my number, M18. Oh, well, I mean, there's that, not huge, a good idea. there's that huge stereotype thing, or not stereotype thing, the thing that maps always, like, um, a lot of maps that I don't always agree with, Sai, they're like, mm -hmm. you know, like, we're better with kids than normal people anyway, so no. like, whatever. No. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> These people are so fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> Why do normies think they're better for children? I'm a <laughs> fuck. It's because normies kids don't have their asses dilated. Um, I'm not sure if this is that same lunatic, but one of them. So she doesn't like the stereotype that pedophiles are child groomers who who just look into you know groom kids and fuck them. So that's what this sounds like. And pay attention here. I know so many maps, like the, the stereotype of us being manipulative is the funniest thing in the entire world for me because no offense to any maps listening who this falls to, uh, most maps I know are so anxious, they stumble over their, like themselves on a daily basis, they don't have, like, they. I could never imagine any maps I know being like, I, I'm gonna groom and be manipulative, like, y'all are a bunch, we're a bunch of nerds, most of us are mapped because we watch too much anime as kids, like, fuck that, like... Ugh, yuck. Yeah, no, so... Aha! Uh -huh. Yeah, I knew uh -huh, it. exactly. So, <laughs> I, I knew you would notice that. Let's enhance. Zoom in. Most of us are mad because we watch too much anime as kids. Like, fuck that. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock! No shit! No shit! Okay, enough of that. We all knew that was coming. Come on, Jesus. Like, half their episode <laughs> is fucking them talking about anime and anime culture and anime media and how... Yo, so what hentai are you guys reading right now? Well, I'm reading this comic book, actually. It's a spin-off from the Marvel movie. Oh, I've seen that movie. And while we're on the topic, one of these retards, he really thinks that there should be more pedophiles in media. So, you know, the whole representation, <laughs> diversity kind of shit. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. so I want to speak to my state representative. <laughs> kids should be able to relate to them so uh, have a listen and and definitely like i i want to see uh disney animated movies with minor attracted characters i i mean that's like like the most important thing i would say that uh media uh by or for young people that that young people have like a character they can relate to young maps young maps you know that's so a, like uh, FUBU for kitty fuckers, <laughs> for us, by us. Okay, isn't that an oxymoron, <laughs> young MAPs? If you are a minor, yeah, you're a minor attracted person. A 14-year-old boy probably just has a crush on the 14-year-old girl in his class. He doesn't need... He's a kid. He's, yeah, a, the, he's the, an the, MAP. I, I, I'm assuming that there's a lot of the same conversation in, in every episode about, like, whoa, whoa is us, where people don't like us because we fuck kids. Um, <laughs> yep. My number, M M14. Okay. What is the new term we're using? Matt Miazic? Matt, Matt, Matt Miazic? I, I, I can't pronounce can't it, actually. Pronounce it, so I don't yeah, it. I can't um, pronounce Matt, it. I, I think Matt Miazic, like, uh, without an A. Um, oh, like, okay. Uh, I, I think it's Latin for 
more like something like hate and oh, like okay. it's like an alternative to phobic because some people consider phobic problematic because yeah, of heard the plus some like people can go ableist i'm not of afraid of them i just hate their guts what right so. <laughs> 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 Again, there's so much to unpack in that one clip. So they don't like using the word phobic because some people actually do have real phobias and would be ableist to use that word so carelessly. Is that their point? Okay. Yeah. So what what is interesting to me is you have a group of, I guess you would call them social justice warriors because they, they are different, definitely language Nazis mm -hmm. and they want to fuck your kid. And so they will the worst combination like, m16 that's just just one of those is bad <laughs> enough <laughs> i think that's like just like the thing about i mean well you are queer though correct uh i don't use the term queer because mm. i'm one of those people who consider it a slur but oh. yes yeah I, i'm bi no you're a queer <laughs> she, she, she she's offended by the word queer <laughs> but she's got a strap on in your infant <laughs> <laughs> the little baby just doesn't even have a crib it's just a sex swing in the room <laughs> <laughs> finally somebody in the house who just always wants to suck on my nipples it's for the milk but i don't care <laughs> um yeah they get very indignant did you have another clip of them being nazis i I don't right now, no. Go ahead. Okay, so I want to talk about these symposiums they go to. Uh, they talk about it briefly. Okay, let me intro this. What Finley was saying, we met at the symposium this year. Uh, the symposium is this beautiful situ um, place where maps and researchers and therapists and doctors and so on and so forth and uh, college students all the way to like the elderly come together and talk about how we can push the conversation of MAP um, acceptance as well as education, as well as psychiatric help and, and resources forward. Um, it's a nonprofit organization that's really important to our community right now. And yeah, I just wanted to add that little tidbit. So again, this, this is just baffling to me. I mean, I know it shouldn't be, but no matter how many times I hear this repeated that they meet up, it's mind-blowing to me. I know that in the olden days, I don't know if you remember that you're old enough probably to, maybe you still have your membership card, I don't know, NAMBLA, right? The North American Man Boy Love Association. Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar. <laughs> the problem is, you know, back then when the internet wasn't this widespread and easily accessible, especially to children, all of these people, I think this is genuinely the one downside of the internet is that lunatics like this, instead of uh, being segregated and isolated from each other, where they, you know, might keep a lid on their kinks, they can now simply go on the internet and find other lunatics, creepy fuckers like themselves, and then form this circle jerk where they reaffirm their fucking, uh, you know, whatever the fuck you call this, paraphilia, mental illness. They all they all sit in their silo and, and talk about how normal it is and how they're victimized for wanting to fuck kids. Yeah, exactly. And so this is them describing exactly this, how good it feels to meet with other pedophiles and finally just jerk each other off and pat each other on the back. I guess one of the feelings, the things I felt was sort of, I felt overwhelmed because I was in a room with all these other people and I finally wasn't the one who was like the odd one out. I had people all around me who were all coming from similar places. I didn't have to hide myself or like 
dance around the subject at all because if I said something, everyone else would be like, yeah, I get that. And it was really magical to physically sit in another room with all these other maps. It's like, and not worry that what I was saying would be seen as weird or like predatory. See, exactly what I just said, and this is bad. This is not a good thing. It's a good thing for them because they can, they don't have to make an effort to at least control themselves because they can just meet up there and tell each other, no, no, it, we're actually oppressed. It's everyone else that's close-minded and dangerous. They're a danger to us, not the other way around. And this is a problem because <laughs> they are becoming more and more arrogant, I've noticed. And I want you to uh, listen to the tone in this guy's voice when he's talking about a lady whom he overheard talking about them at the symposium. And I'm out, like devouring the fucking free food and i hear this one woman say like oh my god like do you hear what they're talking about it's a bunch of freaks like what's going on in there like what's wrong with those people they're wearing it on their shirts that's insane because we all had like little name tags and like we they could tell you know we were with this group and they're like i can't believe they have like the audacity to wear it on their shirt like Lord almighty, I have it tattooed on my ass, honey. You want to see it again? Because that was so rude. Just mind your own damn business. Like, Yeah, that, that's what's rude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the lady must have been out of the, her age of attraction range. We, we went from these people having to hide, and if they ever get found out, having, uh, you know, they would get themselves run out of the neighborhood, to now telling people, mind your business, they're, honey. They're attacking us. Yeah, if I want to fuck kids, it's my business, honey. I have a tattoo, too. It's of a little baby. Yeah, that's right. What you gonna do about it? Holy fuck. And then, of course, they're happy that they can uh, make jokes with one another. These pieces of shits. A thing that you don't get when you're around non-maps is that you can't, like we, you were saying, like just you can say things and not be seen as predatory, but also to push it even a little bit farther, you can make jokes. And it's exciting sometimes, and it's all of these other emotions that you're not allowed to feel in normal spaces. That was the first time, oh, I wish I could remember some of them, but like someone made me laugh about my identity instead of making me feel like I had to crawl into my skin. Like, it was so liberating. Yeah, but you should crawl into your skin. I, hopefully they listen to this episode. There's a laugh or two to be had in here. <laughs> right. You don't have to be a pedophile to make jokes about pedophiles and pedophilia. This is a, a, a little off subject, but this is my favorite clip, and I want to make sure I, that I pulled it, and I want to make sure that I don't skip over it. If you listen very closely, I think this explains, like, try to do the theater of the mind, imagine what's going on, uh, play my M23. But I suppose, though... But that's also a romantic. Oh, who's coming in my room? Like, if you're asexual, aromantic. <laughs> in the middle of his big his big shot his shot at the big time, uh, his mom walks in his room. <laughs> I love it. Just, who's coming in my room, mom? Are you talking to your pedophile friends again? Oh. <laughs> You know, I'm. If I wouldn't have walked in here, I would have forgot about you being a kid fucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Do you always have to remind us by talking about pedophilia an hour a week on mic? <laughs> I'm only gonna play one more. I don't know how many more clips you got. No, I'm out. So let's let's okay. go through all of these. Let's go. So 
my uh, M24, this was wrapping everything up. Uh, her, that, that mom that was on there promoting the next project that she's working on. Okay, so we're planning to uh, put together a map zine about any kind of stuff, articles, art, um, literature, stuff like that, as long as it's, you know, safe for work. A okay. pedophile magazine, as long as it's safe for work. <laughs> right, so, okay, what what is the content going to be here? <laughs> uh, just a whole bunch of solid black boxes. Nothing. You can't read or see anything. Another news: Kansas banned child fucking yet again. Well, what what, are, what is the breaking news gonna be? This isn't gonna be. Oh man, it's insane how these people just cr managed to crawl their way out of the gutter and into the mainstream like this. It's, and I kind of get why they got this arrogance. And so self-confident to be just boldly coming out these days. And, you know, you go on fucking Netflix and the top show they're promoting is just pedophile propaganda. It's like some 10-year-old child touring the nation with a drag queen. And they call the child a gay top. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's becoming way too mainstream. That That is for sure. I, I don't understand it. Nor do I want to understand it. And I am, I am a little frustrated that... I let you choose the episode that we were, or the podcast that we were going to review. <laughs> hey, you had your turn. You're still going to get your shot at the bees. Um, but yeah, there you go. I mean, if you keep normalizing this shit, then there you go. This is what happens. These people are going to make their own podcasts, their own symposiums, their own map zines. Now, we're, now that's what we're going to have to worry about. It isn't fucking Scientologists and Mormons handing out pamphlets. It's maps. They're going to be standing in front of Walmart like, hey, have you heard the word of, of our Lord and Savior, fucking Mr. Swirl? Uh, so I, I don't know how many times throughout this week when I was listening and clipping shit, you know, I was sitting there with the laptop on my on my lap in my chair and my wife would walk by and it's like, what are you listening to? And I'd slam the lid shut. Nothing, nothing. There's nothing <laughs> going on. <laughs> it would be pretty funny if they found this on your work computer. Like you, if you had to hand it back in. Yeah, that'd be great. When you switch positions or something or you get fired and they take your work laptop, it's like, Douglas? <laughs> <laughs> why Why do you have 13 hours of a pedophile podcast and several PDFs of their map zine? <laughs> uh, they have one patron and it's traced back to your work email. I don't understand what, <laughs> what this has to do with uh, prepping for a show. So you don't you don't have anything else with the pedos? No, I'll let you have the stage. All right. So in our conversations throughout the week, uh, you had sent me a screenshot. It was somebody that tweeted you or tweeted at you, whatever. Kaya, do you have any podcast recommendations? I've listened to you guys too many times now, and I'm enjoying Who's Right. I just want to hear people random about. I want to hear people ramble about random shit. Mm -hmm. And. <clears throat> A, a another podcast, which they tend to do, jumped on that as an opportunity to promote their show. Uh, it's called We Basic Bees. And what they said was, oh, my gosh, random shit is our shit. <laughs> Crying face emoji. Give us a listen at webasicbees.com. So we did just that. <laughs> yep. And we're going to share the goodness with everybody. <laughs> so I want to point out this, you know, we're doing this in lieu of the, taking clips from John and OP this week. We decided, hey, you know what, we could have a second half or something maybe with a different podcast. And this happens because 
we could not decide for days. We couldn't decide. Do we want to review that podcast or the pedophiles? Somehow these basic bitches are so terrible, they were almost a match for the pedophiles. Not, not only that, I would go so far as to say that if we had to pick one episode to listen to right now, I would listen to the pedophiles over these bitches. The, <laughs> these were, this is horrible. Okay, so from, from here on out, I'll, I'll just do this. So play my number, uh, play B17. This is the clip that I think summarizes this show. All right. Planning, your financial planning, and you were like, I swear to God, I feel like he spent a grand on poor crimes. <laughs> <laughs> Which you totally you related to, to him. Me. I'm bitches. <laughs> what is it with like Forrest Gump? Where he's like, <laughs> what does he talk about when he talks about shrimp? We got baby shrimp, <laughs> garlic shrimp. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> that's how I relate. My husband, he's like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's two, I think they're Filipino, uh, two Filipino sisters. And th their editing style is, it's where they cut out every space between every word. So you're going to hear some really shitty edits in all of this. And it's not me. This is just how they put it out. They, they take away anything that could be, that resembles a, a pause. So okay. you have, it, 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 you listen to an episode, right? Yeah. As far as I could make it. That, it I mean, that cackle is... It's exhausting, isn't it? Oh, I mean, it's audible rape. Yeah. I. Okay, so, yeah, we're, we're talking about her laugh. I, I'll just go through them real quick. Play uh, B7. When? Out there have no food. God, is this what a seizure sounds like? <laughs> it, that's fucking debilitating. Uh, so they they start off the episode and they they are sober and uh, I don't know if I got I'll, I'll end up having to go back to yeah play my B five. This is them being sober and not wanting to cuss. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen any of the lady in the white cat memes? No. What the freak? Ugh. Okay. They have husbands. <laughs> That's a shocker here. They're married okay. somehow. Yeah, and apparently their husbands don't want to be around them, so the two sisters have to just hang out and record each other fucking talking. <laughs> and then, so as it goes farther on, uh, B14, this is well into the episode, and I think they're starting to get drunk. Thanksgiving or whatever, and he goes, and you know what she said? She was like, we're not going anywhere until you fucking take me to Disney World. <laughs> Holy shit. My kids are getting older, y'all. Fuck. It's like if somebody held a jackhammer to your eardrum. How are they that right, they're so synchronized to assault you with their laughter? <laughs> it's too perfect in how bad um, it is. If, if you play uh, BL1. It's so unrealistic. It's like, <laughs> hey, honey. As a gift this year, I made a huge financial decision without your approval. You might want to look for a second job. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I have thought that when I see that car commercial. 
Just the so worst. the easy thing is one that was it, it's real easy to see her laugh on the waveforms, so it's easy to clip <laughs> them out. Um, yeah. So what, when I heard that clip, it, it reminded me of something. So I put together this. This is BL two. Here and now as I'd like, but just try to stay out of my way. Just try. I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog too. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Leo left the car commercial in there. <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck. So I, like I've got so witches. many clips from these. Yeah. The, okay. Um, so what, I don't know the difference between the two of the, the two girls or women, whatever. They're both annoying. They are, uh, I, I would imagine that both of their husbands make decent money by the way that they talk. And they're the type of people that just sit there sipping wine, talking about their neighbors and how everything is uh, horrible for everybody else. But one of the one of the moms has a daughter who has cerebral palsy. And it's another one of those things where she says, I don't like to talk about it, but then everything can be referenced back to mm. her daughter having cerebral palsy. Um, or maybe it's just her son, whatever. Uh, so when when she is talking to it with her sister, her sister starts telling her how she should feel about her son having cerebral palsy. Play my B9. <laughs> Just give him a blowjob. I don't know if you guys know this. I don't know if I've discussed it before or not. My oldest has cerebral palsy. You know, physically, it's hard on her. Mentally, even harder. I don't think so. Like, mentally, it's not super hard. It is, actually. I've had well, moments yeah, of you're probably discussions right. with yeah, her. Yeah, you're probably mm -hmm. right. I don't <laughs> Yeah, you're probably right. It is harder. <laughs> <laughs> I that was confusing. I by the end of the clip, I couldn't even remember whose son it was anymore. That that's how, but that's how the whole podcast is. They oh fuck, I got to see if I can find it here. Hold on, because it, it it fits perfectly here. But there's only two people talking, and here B fifteen. There's only two people talking, but they they edit it in a way that there's like they're all talking over themselves. For Disney World, so you mm. couldn't go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna leave it like that. I, I can't say too much. I mean, I get it. No, okay. I think you assume this was edited because you think normal humans occasionally pause when they speak, but these basic bees obviously do not. Oh, I, I, I know for sure it is edited. I've, I've got two clips. One where B10 in the middle of one of them laughing. They cut him off or cut her off. Thank God. Finger on that left hand. <laughs> but, you know, we've nah. spent some time and I'm a tough mom. <laughs> okay, I heard that. And then, yeah, and then B8. This I, this is a, a pretty good indication of what the entire episode is like as far as no breaths. It's just all chopped together. It, it is truly exhausting. Your brain doesn't have time to process any of this garbage from other children and it was very cool that they didn't have to pinpoint one disability or difference they really didn't they did a beautiful job of capturing what it's like to have a child who may be different and capturing the excitement of the baby the frustration of going through it the longing for wanting normalcy in your life and then also the triumph of recognizing the gifts in, in our children that's very well said what the fuck? That just—that's a that, whole lot that, of nothing that, said. That—that's <laughs> that, that, what I thought was so funny is I could my brain can't process what it was she said. I don't know what she said. 
all I know is at the end when she was done, her sister said, "That's very well said," which means her sister obviously picked up on it. <laughs> no, I, I mean I'm sure they're in sync. The cackling, they're clearly good friends. I, I've got a, a a a B6 here. This is all within 20 seconds. Them talking about Hulu. That imagine <laughs> that you are trying to you are trying to have sex with this girl. So you're you're gonna put up with whatever comes out of her fucking mouth. So you can you can fuck her. Imagine having to put up with somebody that talks like this all within 20 seconds. Hulu. Hulu. So now we need Hulu. This Hulu. Hulu. I'm Hulu. I do Hulu live. Hulu live. Hulu. Hulu. <laughs> God. Yeah, she also strikes me as the kind of person who wouldn't ever shut the fuck up about a movie. You know, leave in the middle of it, come back, ask you uh, what happens, why, where are they? All right, so um, <laughs> back to how shitty of, of people they are. Like I said, uh, her daughter, whatever, has cerebral palsy. She's talking about... So imagine that you have a kid that is... Is cerebral palsy retarded? I don't even know what it is. I just know that... I, I think it's but the one where you, you flail a, around like a fish. Yeah, okay. So imagine that that's what your kid's doing. In a, in a restaurant, choking on food and puking, what's your reaction? I bet it's not this. Play B11. She had no idea that sometimes I could be funny. And so she's eating something and starts dying laughing at this conversation me and my friends are having. Mm -hmm. And we're having a good time. She laughs so hard she chokes and pukes all over the place. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> First so much time. for being cool. First time out. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Imagine hearing this laughter echoing in the restaurant. You're already upsetting every single other patron in the store there. Uh, in the restaurant and then she your starts kid, your kids flailing around like what your kids flailing around like one of those inflatable things at the car dealerships those air blow-up guys and it's puking <laughs> everywhere and you're just laughing and then you join in on puking <laughs> as you're laughing as your hyena of a sister uh, sister wow really went black there for a, accidentally joins in on the cackling <laughs> uh b12 is is another example of her being a horrible mother and a horrible aunt yeah, I have always been an advocate of her being a rule follower. And truly, I do offer her alcohol every time I drink it, <laughs> which is terrible. She's 18. But I've always done that. I've done, I did that with your kids. You know? <laughs> I, I, I'm an advocate for her being a rule follower, but I will give alcohol to any minor that walks onto my property. I, I did that with your kids. You know, the, the one who already has enough problems, the cerebral palsy retard so i decided you know what let's kill some brain cells you know beer is alcohol is great for <laughs> developing brains <laughs> let's just help push him over the edge <laughs> let's destroy what's left maybe he'll flay less I, I guess i wanted to play this one early on this is i got two of them that kind of tell you what you're in for as far as the, the way that they talk uh b3 and I hope that you all will join us back for season two. And we have lots of goodies and surprises for everybody. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So their show is over. And then thankfully. Uh, uh, B13 is another one of those afflictions, I guess. Oh, yeah. Real quick in the chat. Somebody's asking, what is it with podcasts having seasons? And I assume these they want to be like TV. They think they're HBO or some shits putting out this garbage. Okay, so now time for Mimi of the Day. Mimi of the Day. Ugh, the fuck is the Mimi of and the I Day? I think they're saying meme. I think they're saying meme. Oh. I think that's what they're trying to say. Before this is this breaks out. This is uh, 
Oh, God, this is so fucking horrible. B4. <laughs> Barry Bob version of here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. Right now, Santa Claus Lane. Okay. Treats and nuggets. Where you start making up words because we don't Weak. know. This is what, you, one of, you know the two husbands are are sitting in a den in that house, and they're just looking at each other like, you kill mine, I'll kill yours. <laughs> and then we can both kill the kid. <laughs> Imagine being with this woman and just not only do you have to deal with her and her alcoholism, but also she just gave you a retarded child. Probably cackling all the way through the pregnancy and the birth too. Yeah, that Filipino sideways slit just isn't worth it, is it? <laughs> um, so my, I'm, yeah, I'll crowbar this in. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> my original intent was to uh, outsource pulling of these clips to WATP India. And I got an email back from from Rafi's supervisor. He just sent me this clip back. This is apparently one of the India minions trying to pull clips from this episode. All right, so are we ready to move on to celebrity gossip? Celebrity gossip time. Needed to hate you to love me. Really listen to the words of that song. Mm -hmm. It feels like it's so deep. Yeah. The public falling out with her ex, which was years ago, I'm sure. But it, I mean, it still plays out pretty often in tabloids and everything. Yeah, it that really she does. But then at the same time. You know, it's clearly one of those podcasts that people would only listen to out of loneliness. But even how lonely do you have to be to listen to this, to put this on? Oh, I assume that this is what I would listen to if I was going to jump off the rafters again. That This would be enough to push me over the edge. Like I said, there, there's nothing endearing about it. These these aren't nice people. So it's not like you're you're listening to two nice, boring Midwestern women. You're, you're listening to two self-absorbed cunts talk about being cunts, I guess. I don't know. It, it's, and then with the editing, uh, being taking out any anything that resembles a a natural conversation, it makes it unlistenable. I'm really curious. I want people to leave comments, eventually on Reddit and on iTunes, and give us a five star review, please. And I really want people to tell us which podcast they find worse. I have to know because it's just too close to call. Yeah, that this was not a fun week. Uh -uh. <laughs> no, but we hit the one hour mark. Unless you have something else to yep. play. All right. <laughs> nope. See you later. <laughs> Wait. We're gonna plug Carl's stuff. Uh who are these? This dot com. <laughs> oh yes, please. All right. Go to whoarethese.com for more episodes like this and more uh pedophilia and disgusting cackling. Two things Carl really, really likes and combination oftentimes. Yeah. Plug yourself, uh, Doug. Uh, go to patreon.com slash who are these podcasts? Is that what his Patreon is? Uh, yes. Patreon.com slash who are these podcasts to support Carl. Become a cousin Roo. I think he put he puts up a bonus episode once a month. Uh, money well spent. Yeah, have you forgot a teaser. Do you got a too. teaser for next week? Nope. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was a bad idea to do this live. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we didn't do it live last time. But hey, fuck you. 
this is what you get life all right um thanks everybody yeah thanks everybody see you next week parting in the mush bits of morning radio okay great show good job everybody great job everyone Who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. All right. That was a short episode, but you know, it's all about quality over quantity until right now. I'm going to do something different. I'm going to play voicemails without curating them first. So I have not heard any of these yet. This is all sight unseen to me. We're just going to go through these rapid fire and see what happens. This could be a disaster. Let's find out. Hey, Carl. I just wanted to throw in my two cents on um, the whole going to video thing. I, I think it's stupid. I, I don't know what numb nut retard sits there and, and oh, I don't know if you say retard. I'll, I'll, I'll re-record this so you don't get in trouble, okay? You don't know if I say retard. I say it eight times an episode. I, hey, Carl. I'm throwing in my two cents <laughs> Take two. on the whole going to video thing. I think it's fucking stupid i don't know what no nut idiot sits there and watches a fucking podcast be recorded like it's it's got to be the most boring thing ever to sit there and watch two people talk with a camera way too close to your face so yeah i I don't know like whenever i listen to a podcast i'm doing something else and also when people go to video they start to show clips on screen because they assume everybody's watching even though i've never met one person who watches a podcast and then you'll turn into the h3 podcast so don't do it bye i couldn't agree more it is annoying the reason why i like podcasts is because i'm probably out and about hey carl it's guy i uh here you're gonna be on the drew and mike show podcast that's cool that's number one on my rotation sweet you're uh somewhere in there thanks so worlds are colliding but I'm warning you, uh, if you have Drew on your show, which I hear might happen, about 10 minutes in, he's going to have to go take a dump. So you're going to have some time to fill or, you know, edit that out, which you never do. So just warning you uh, and shit. So call me back. Bye. All right. Interesting. We are going to have Drew on the show. Drew and I were texting back and forth about a number of things yesterday. We want to give it a little bit of space since I was just on his show, but we'll get him on shortly. And I'm looking forward to that. He is a radio pro, almost uh, took over for Howard in some of the big markets in the Midwest when Howard left the airwaves to go to Sirius. We'll talk about all that shit, I'm sure. Moving on. Hello, Carl. This is Pope Benedict the 16th. Oh, wow. I am calling because I heard you were having Kyle and Douglas reviewing a podcast of a pedophilia. 
<laughs> I think they did, yep. As a member of the church, I believe that pedophilia is the only route that a clergyman can get his, how do you say, hook on? Uh, thank you, Kai, for letting me hide my. And I'm bailing on that one. I don't. I don't know. It's going going too slow. I don't know what he's talking about. Carl, what is going on, man? I was listening to last week's episode, and you actually stole a bit from Maddox's Godzilla podcast. At first, I thought that was the joke, but then you did it again this week. Come on. Someone posted that probably the same person in our subreddit as well. I don't know what you're talking about, what bit I stole from the Maddox show. So you'll have to let me know. Thanks. Hey, everyone. This is Carl's cat. If you're wondering how I gained the power of speech, send your Patreon dollars down to Who Are These Podcasts and listen to the exciting tale on the bonus episode. Yeah, Carl, I'll leave a space. So you can edit this in. Hello and welcome to the bonus episode. Here's the story of how I gained the power of speech. Magic. My cat is not that articulate. I don't think that was my cat at all. All right, what else we got? Hey, Carl, love the show, but I can only give you a three-star review. What? It's because of your intro. Okay. I don't need to hear three minutes of some nobodies talking about how great WWE nobodies? is. What? I also don't need to hear those jingles of a guy saying your podcast name repeatedly over various instrumentals. Get rid of it. I hate skipping through it. Nobodies. John C. Dvorak is in the intro. What are we talking about here? Come on, man. Hey, Carl. This is Jerry from Subway. Just trying to say thanks for the tips and the pointers on the voicemail. Call me back. I didn't know Jared from Subway was going to be calling in regularly. How many phone calls do you get from prison, for Christ's sake? Oh, yeah. You guys should listen to the Hog Story podcast. It's it's hogwash. It sucks. Check it out. You'll hate it. I do. What do you think that was? See, these are the things that I hear sometimes, and I just, okay, moving on. What do you think that is? Is that the host of the show trying to play a little mind game on me? To get me to listen to the show. Oh, you're going to hate this. I don't know. I don't even know what he said. Hey, Kaya. It's me, your dad. I just want to say that I'm sorry that I left. I went out to find a cure for your autism, and I found it. I'm coming home doing your five prayers a day, and that your mom has been raising you as a good little Muslim, just as I instructed her to. See you soon, son. Ahu Akbar. All right. A fun thing about Kaya growing up in Turkey. Always fun. Hey, Carl, it's Vic. Um, so I'm going to go back to my fucking roots. And just, I'm like, I'm pissed at you right now. Uh-oh. Like, I just got done listening to the fucking show. And I'm actually genuinely fucking pissed. How long does the Astrox song have to fucking be, Carl? Yeah. I can't fucking believe this shit. Like, but it's like over a fucking minute. Like, at this point, like, you can fucking break it up. You don't have to play the seven fucking renditions of who are these podcasts and fucking boomer music. Like, I get it. You fucking peaked in the 80s, Carl. I really, really fucking get it. But, like, do you have to, like, revolve your fucking life around 80s music? This is not where I wanted to go with this. But... I just, like, I would 
listen to fucking snakes in the grass. That's a good like, that's time. the only thing I want your show to be now, Carl, because honestly, you fucking peaked. I mean, uh, Doug and Kaya haven't even done their episode yet, and they're better than you. Like, Carl, you haven't done anything degenerate in a fucking long time. I can't fucking believe you. Oh, go fuck yourself. Love you, though. Yeah, I didn't record that music. I had nothing to do with it. It was sent into me by Doug White, and I thought it was really cool, but I'm not the one trying to stay in the 80s. I promise you that. I mean, in the 80s, I did record that rap music that you might have heard on the bonus episode if you're a patron, which is pretty fantastic. But other than that, the 80s weren't all that great to me. Hey, Carl. Uh, I fucking hate you. Um, so. <laughs> all right. That's a fun one. The guy calls right back again. Let's see what else he has to say. All right. Try number two. Carl, I fucking hate you. You're a stupid fucking idiot. You're a fucking faggot. I hate you. You fucking, you're such a hypocrite. You say, oh, we're never going to make a fucking Patreon. What do you do? Make a Patreon. Oh, you fucking make fun of people's voicemail segments. What do you do? You make a voicemail segment. Your fucking newest segment with Vic fucking looking at the reviews, and then she's like, oh, you've got to guess what the fucking review is. That's literally from Godzilla versus fucking Podcast Zero. You fucking idiot. At least they have the fucking audacity to have a normal girl read the fucking reviews. Meanwhile, you get this autistic bitch that you fucking kidnapped to read them. I fucking hate you, Carl. You hypocrite fucking retard. Fucking kill yourself. I love you. Goodbye. Call me back. Okay, now I get it. I'm an idiot. I do remember this from Maddox's show. However, I was doing this bit long before that podcast existed. I'm sure you all remember. I've been telling people to give us a five-star review and then shit all over us and then we started reading these reviews it was hard to tell them apart whether they liked us or not because people were shitting on us so hard so i would read these and andy would be my co-host and he'd be trying to guess that's why we're doing the bit i've been doing this for years assholes i'm not i'm not copying maddox all right now i'm upset now you pissed me off the fuck does corny even mean can you define corny i think we all know never mind i just wanted to say this is the first time we're knowing that uh I like the show and I appreciate it. Keep Thanks, buddy. Doing what you you doing? Um, and all right, go go fuck yourself. All right, sounds good. This guy called right back again, a little bit longer this time. Hey, who are these podcasts? I appreciate the show. New listener, new voicemailer. I like to spam voicemail machines. I apologize about that. Uh, you know what? Okay, so I'm gonna keep listening to the show. I think, but uh, as a new listener, I'm not really sure what's the point of the voicemails besides just to. You know, like, sure, I'll, I'll embarrass myself on the voicemail. Why not? But is that what the point is, to just have callers, whatever? I don't I wanted know. to make a comment. It's just a damn shame that I can't get more content like this directed at me. You know, like, for all the fucking AI out there, for all the machine learning and targeted advertising and tracking and all this, they can't just identify, like, they got to outlaw me. They can't just be like, well, this guy's a jerk. And he likes to listen to other assholes. That's a good point. Like, yeah, yeah I'm deplorable. Can't you make money off of that? Like, you got to – I don't know. Why, why can't they do that? Why can't I just be directed all of the worst crap like you and the Dick Show and I, I don't know who else, man. You fill in the list. The whole point is – Come down. It's probably. a damn shame it took this long for me to discover this podcast. Oh, and I've thanks, heard about man. it, but I knew you were good. I had to get around to it. Maybe I should have prioritized it higher. I'd tell you – no one else told me I had to hear it from word of mouth and from fucking Dick Masterson. So tell your friends. There you go. 
Thanks for the show and the entertainment. I'm looking forward to uh, a whole lot more jerkery. Yeah, it, that's an interesting point. These algorithms should be better than this. If you download Who Are These Podcasts, it'll tell you people who like this show also listen to Opie Radio. Like, well, all right, guys. Come on, AI. You can figure this out. You're better than that. Hey, this is San Diego from Kim. Uh, hell yeah. Definitely want to see Vic Feet. I will pay. Vic, hit me up. You know my name. Holla. Bye. All right, Vic's feet are back in the voicemail segment. Very excited about that. We just got a couple more here, peeps. Hey, Kaya. Doug, fuck you. I'm just calling to flop my monster dong on the table and tell the best masturbation story that you will ever lay your ears on. And that is something that you can do if you try hard enough. So I was in St. Louis. With my family, my my brother, my mother, and we went to the St. Louis City Museum, not Children's Museum. That would have been a little better. Um, and they have this cool little man-made cave system, what the fuck ever it is. Call it what you want. And it's got all these little nooks and crannies, and young me goes, and I'm walking through, and I find one. That is just big enough for me to sneak in and lay down in and have everybody else not even notice is there. So what is the first thing that teenage me thinks? I could masturbate in there. And not only do I masturbate, boy howdy, I full-on ejaculate. I bust a fat nut. Ten out of ten, best story. Go fuck yourself. Yep, listening to teenage boys bust a nut is always exciting. It fits right in with the show today. Thanks for that, buddy. The band practice! Uh, go fuck yourself, Vic. I'm just trying to stay relevant. All right, bye. <laughs> Call me later. I don't know why people don't like band practice, guy. This guy's the best. All right, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Am I smart enough to have something lined up that I can play at the end of this show. Yeah, no one likes this part of the show. You guys should all just kill yourselves.